0: Hello, I'm Jess Nix, the Absolute Empowerment Coach. Welcome to my podcast. I'm a certified life coach, NLP master, and creator of the De-Bitch Your Brain methodology. I do the deep and I do the silly, because life's about balance, right? I call the inner critic the bitch, and there's a bitch for every emotion or theme in life. Your bitch keeps you stuck. She keeps you doubting and makes you feel like you're the only one when the reality is we all have a bitch in our head. The good news is there are endless ways to shut her up and to experience more confidence in life. And I'm going to talk about them all with my guests, falling upon their wells of wisdom, fueling your tank with self-belief in the process. Let's get to it. Hello, gang. How are you doing? So I'm not going to sing this week's song lyric because it's a little bit too aggy. Don't get me wrong. I can fully commit to it. With an air guitar and a beer, but there is a time and a place for shouting fuck you, and it is not on a podcast. <laughs> this week's track is Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine. I definitely used to have a thing for Zach De La Rocha when I was a 13-year-old angsty teenager. So this song is about authority, the man, the rules, and this episode is about bending and breaking the rules that exist in your brain. So I'm going to talk about some amazing disruptors and what that means for us and how we can implement the art of disruption in our own lives for greater levels of calm and happiness and just generally being able to love ourselves the way that we should. And I don't use the word should very often. Are you and your bitches with me or is your inner critic bitch already telling you that you're not a disruptor? Mm. Stay tuned and let's see. So let's start with the, the definition of disruption. It means to interrupt, radically change or drastically alter. Why is this important? Disruption. This is rage against the nonsense programming you have absorbed. Not just in your lifetime, but all the stuff that we carry from our ancestors. These deep rooted beliefs, collective consciousnesses about gender roles and norms. What's okay for women to do and not do. We have been pinned down by patriarchy for thousands of years. But thankfully, our ancestors and our sisters alive and kicking are fighting for our rights. Not just women, but for all minorities just to be clear, this is not a man-hating episode. I love men, especially the wonderfully conscious ones who do deep conversations, who don't shudder at the mention of periods, who wouldn't dream of mansplaining, and the ones who have long, messy hair. (laughs) And as a result of programming from the culture and societies that we grew up in, We have tons of unconscious bullshit in our brains about what we should and shouldn't be doing, what we are capable of and not capable of, what's okay for girls and boys and what's not okay for girls and boys, that pink means girly, blue means boys, yellow means fuck knows, the hard work equals success, that you must have children to be a proper woman, that you must look perfect at all times, that your thighs must not touch. Seriously, who has legs that don't touch in the middle? One thing I've been really grateful for in lockdown is not having any sweat spots <laughs> on my own thighs because they're not rubbing together on a hot, sweaty commuter train <laughs> at eight in the morning. Was that TMI? Well, well, deal with it. Anyway, all this is bullshit. It is the stuff taught to you by your invisible but ever-present teacher patriarchy enter the disruptors. So imagine what it would have been like to live in the 1700s. Aside from the stench and the ridiculous, ostentatious, cumbersome clothing us females had to wear, our behaviour was really capped as well. Women were, to be seen and not really heard, a bit like that the Victorian view of children. We had to behave, we had to conform, we had to act like a lady should. The corsets, the layers of skirts, the lack of being able to actually move. And then think about the pirates of the high seas and how different it would have been to be a pirate versus just an ordinary person existing in society. So then, enter Anne Bonny. She was born in 1697 in Ireland, and she grew up to be a pirate. Yep, and this was a time where ladies barely hitched up their skirts to bare their ankles, let alone board a ship in a pair of trousers. (laughs) Anne Bonnie looked around the sisterhood in Ireland and the hopeless lives of women and their ridiculous clothes and thought, fuck this, I'm out of here. And she swapped cork in a corset for life in the Caribbean in corduroys, killing in the name of pirates. <laughs> okay, maybe pirates didn't wear cords, but you get my drift. What a bonkers, brave woman. This is <laughs> next level disruption taking to the seas with the most dangerous men in the world. I I mean, those parties must have been madness. (laughs) Also, side note, I massively recommend Sam Conniff's book, Be More Pirate. He really digs into the concept of adopting the pirate mindset in your life, not that of murdering people on the high seas, but of breaking free, doing things differently. He is a wild, free thinker and a very nice human. And how about Lizzo? How do you view her? She is a huge disruptor, pardon the pun, communicating a really important message to the next generation that our worth is not related to having a lean body, that you do not have to be skinny. Skinny doesn't equal success or happiness or fame. The world needs more people like Lizzo, do you think she got to be the first quote unquote big black woman on the cover of Vogue by accepting that heavy women don't make glossy covers? Nope. She made her voice heard, her presence felt. Even though society said you don't belong here, not just because she's fat, but also because she's black, she had to fight that one too. The more minority labels that society puts on you, the more that you have to fight, or the more that you shrink and just accept your lot as not very much in life. Lizzo is one of my sheroes. She disrupted the fuck out of the model, made front page news and making us all feel good as hell on the way. Yes, Lizzo. And how about Kamala Harris? She certainly has not spent her life complying, appeasing and agreeing with the white old dickheads in the White House to get where she is. No, ma'am. When Mike Pence interrupted her, she fought to have her voice heard and called him out. She made the COVID situation culturally relevant by saying there is no vaccine for racism. So you better pay attention to her when she says, quote, I want young girls to know you are powerful and your voice matters. Certainly, if you're in my generation, born in the 80s, I'm not sure that we grew up thinking that, that we're powerful and that our voice matters. Yes, there were the Spice Girls and Girl Power, But for me, I feel like this was maybe just sugar-coated. All it taught us really was to get out our cleavage and roll up our skirts that little bit higher at school because that's what we were really taught, that our worth as humans, as women, resides in what our bodies and faces look like. Must show another inch of thigh if I want to get what I want in life. Also, Greta, my God, If I was on the fence about past lives before, this girl has me believing they are absolutely a thing. How could someone of her age, a teenager, possibly have accrued so much knowledge, a compassion, an owl-like status? Great things are not born from complacency. They are not created with a sedentary life of acceptance. And while acceptance is a beneficial part of processing your emotions... It's not a concept to make your driving force in life. If you just sit back and accept, well, this is just the way it is. At the end of the day, this is what it is. It means that you're just handing over your power to patriarchy. And that's what patriarchy wants. You're letting your life be shaped by the world rather than you shaping the world you live in. You are without boundaries, without a cause, watered down. You're not changing it. You're choosing it. So come on. You know, you know that you can. I know that you know it. When, when you shut the bitch up, it is there. You need to disrupt your thinking. Silence the bitch. And yes, disruption takes effort. I call it MMA, massive mental action. So when you sit back and just accept the problem in your life to just be, what do you reckon Lizzo would say if you asked her? her advice on that. (laughs) It's probably best not to think about what the crazy pirate lady would say. What I'm suggesting you do is start to challenge the fuck out of your thinking, specifically your thoughts about not being good enough, your thoughts about comparing yourself to other people and what you think is available to you in your life. Think about the type of jobs that you apply for. What stops you from applying for ones that have a bigger salary? What stops you from starting your own business? All of these beliefs come from how you've been programmed and need you to disrupt that pattern of thinking to see that there is another way. The other way might need some weeding the path might be very overgrown but ultimately there are always pretty much unlimited uh, unlimited options just you can't see them because you haven't gone down that road before so if you're not challenging any of your thoughts any of your beliefs you're choosing them so what are you choosing exactly and is it not worth a challenge to live a life that you really truly cherish that's full of all of the colours and not just the one that your teacher gave you back in class all those years ago. You don't have to be a politician or an activist or a pop star to be a disruptor. You just have to be willing to challenge your thinking and be ready to unpick the damage of thousands of years of oppression in your brain. The burning at the stake, the staying at home, the assumption that the woman stays home, the tiny paychecks, the pats on the bum, The dominance to make women feel less than, which is fucking crazy, considering we're the ones with the vaginas. We are the ones that give life to everyone, to everything. How? How has it all come to this? I just want to state again, this is not, this is not about man hating. The men here today did not create patriarchy, but it is up to them and us if we choose to abide by or challenge the world around us. If you're not married at 30 with a kid and a career, that is okay. It is also okay to never have a kid or to never have a career. All of this stuff is assumed bullshit. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Be more and Bonnie, just don't kill anyone. Okay, warning, I'm about to quick fire some questions at you. When you think to yourself, I can't do this, get specific. What is it you mean? What are your reasons why you can't do it? When you start to dig, you'll see that actually, if you start asking different questions, like how can I, instead of just a flat I can't, you'll find that there might well be an answer. When you think to yourself, I should do so and so, ask why. What happens if you don't? What happens if you do it next week? What happens if you never do it again? Who says that you should? Why do you believe you should? What is behind that belief? Is it yours? Did you inherit it? Did someone give it to you? Do you even want it? You can throw it out if you want. (laughs) And when you do comparison and you tell yourself that you must be doing what they are doing too, ask yourself, why? What journey are you on? What journey are they on? What is your heart calling for? What is your soul calling for? What is your feminine energy calling for? What is underneath all the bollocky, shouldy, woody, couldy, musty, needy nonsense? Women. It is our duty to challenge our thinking as a thank you to those who came before us and to show the younger gang the way. Although, actually, sometimes it is the young uns that show us the way because thankfully times are a changing. So our, our teenage gals are a little bit more enlightened than perhaps we were back then. But you get my drift. If we don't challenge our thinking, our beliefs, our boundaries and our assumptions that we set for ourselves, we are doing the female of the species a disservice. The bitch in your head is there to help you survive. She is not there for you to have an intellectual discussion with about this episode. Ignore her protests, pretend she just mansplained something at you and make her walk the plank while you contemplate where and how you can disrupt your thinking in your life and to what positive effect. Each of us is capable of so much more than we believe. Being a disruptor is all about your mindset. Do you accept the status quo? Or, do you want to think different? Do you want to do different? Do you want to be different? Your mind is a tool that you can either learn to master and be a grand disruptor of your life, or you can let it go blunt with inaction and indifference. The choice, as ever, is yours. Until next time, me hearties. If you're loving what you're hearing on this podcast, then please share it with someone who you reckon needs to hear it. Then come on over to my website, jessnicks.com and sign up to my mailer to keep you in the loop with all things empowerment and debitching your brain. Give me a cheaper follow on the gram at Jess Coaching. Until next time, remember, your thoughts are just fiction of the mind. Bye-bye now.